lending money to people to save them from bankruptcy. His generosity extended beyond money, though. He gave of himself, sharing freely of his time and advice and frequently performing personal acts of service for others. As I collected story after story, I wondered, when did he have time for that? Was it in between negotiating NBA players' salaries and building new automobile dealerships? My dad never told me of these acts of service. I figured he was either too busy performing them or too humble to share. It hit me that providing service to others isn't something my dad did after he became successful. Providing service to others, always with my mom as his partner, is how he became successful. It's why the two of them became successful. Larry was full of paradoxes. I often switch between calling him Larry and Dad because most people knew him as Larry and because I feel that he belonged to all of us. He was a college dropout who funded hundreds of college scholarships. He was an intense competitor, but he was willing to share his knowledge and practices with his rivals. He was at times intense and tempestuous, but he was also capable of exceptional kindness and thoughtfulness. He was an ordinary man who accomplished extraordinary things. I think that Larry was also an artist, despite most people considering him a businessman. Instead of paint or marble, business was his medium. He was a philosopher, and he taught that even more important than the action is the philosophy behind it. He was a teacher, a citizen, a philanthropist, and a man of great faith. He was a visionary, a builder, a dealmaker, an entrepreneur, and a family man. I hope this book does three things. First, I hope it helps to preserve Larry's memory by standing alongside Driven as a lasting testament to the manner of man Larry was. In turn, I hope that example inspires and uplifts future generations of students, leaders, and entrepreneurs, as well as members of the Miller family and employees of the Larry H. Miller Group. Second, I hope it inspires you to live your inherent greatness by following the simple yet powerful formula I believe Larry used to achieve his incredible success. Use your natural strengths, gifts, and talents doing work you love. Strive to get better at it every day and see that your work serves others. Third, I hope this book encourages you to protect and preserve your health. Before he died, my dad had his legs amputated below the knee due to complications from diabetes. When I saw him in the hospital following his surgery, I asked myself, is this man successful? Is this the price of success? It changed me. It is easy to see the outward aspects of my dad's success, the money, the NBA team, the other businesses and accomplishments, but what's not as visible are the sacrifices and trade-offs that he made. I'm convinced that if my dad had taken better care of himself, he could have lived another two or three good decades. I hope that as you read these stories, you'll also think carefully about what it means to live a healthy, balanced life and that you'll take the time to define success for yourself. When I viewed my father's body in the mortuary, I was dumbfounded by its lifelessness. 
I'd seen corpses before, but it was particularly strange to see my dad's body devoid of its vigor and vitality because he'd always been so powerful. He was the kind of guy whose presence you could feel. If he was in a room, you knew it, and you knew that he was in charge. He was so passionate and intense about everything. He was so alive. It occurred to me that although each of us is animated by a spark of life, some people, like my dad, seem to possess a second spark. I often think that he packed two or three lifetimes into one. As the proverb says, the star that burns twice as bright burns half as long. If my dad had slowed down, taken better care of himself, and lived a more balanced life, he'd probably still be here. But then I realized that if he'd done that, he wouldn't have been.